one of the most unique podcasts on the planet. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. The show about everything related to student transportation. If you're a student transportation professional, you found your show. Hey, bus driver. Exploring the entire school transportation universe. Talking to interesting and inspiring people, exchanging ideas, promoting student transportation industry growth, and sharing a few funny stories along the way. Now, live from Phoenix, Arizona, this is Hey Bus Driver, and this is Jason Nelson. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Hey Bus Driver podcast. We're up here day, what is this, day three? I guess day two of the um day three of TAA, so Wednesday night, we're just about over with the show, and I've got a few people here, some new guests, so uh, Sean West from Sholo, Dave Thiel from Chandler, Chelsea's back, she was here I think last year, Mike Adjman, who's the president of TAA, so we'll get some thoughts from him, and Chad, so I, I can't shake him, he's like a like a bad rash. <laughs> like a tick on your ankle, you're getting rid of me. <laughs> You get ticks on your ankle? <laughs> you have one right now. Me? Well, you, yeah. But I didn't know if, like, you're from the Midwest, so maybe that was a thing, like, to get ticks on their ankles. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, well. So, how's everybody doing? A little tired? Wednesday? Been here, you know, get some good stuff. Chad? I'm doing fine. Wonderful. I've, I've, I want to make I've sure been... that we know how you're doing. Well, you looked at me and said, Chad, <laughs> so I'm answering your question. Yeah, yeah. So don't set me up, then get on me for answers. Yeah. No, I pace myself. I'm not going to pace myself tonight, but I've been pacing myself all week for tonight. You know, I go. think you've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. Thank go you. out with a bang after yeah. the vendor show. Tonight, going to go big, big. You got some dance moves in your future? Probably. Yeah. Need a few volunteers. I can't wait to see room. his outfit. That's that's what I'm most excited for today. So. Biggie, 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 can't yeah. you see? I, we're going to request that um, from the DJ. You probably shouldn't <laughs> request that, so... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah great weather today we had the the bus vendor show outside and uh a little bit of rain did it rain like solid i wasn't out there no, enough to snow yeah a little spit right on but uh you know i think it was good to get everybody back but yeah mike you want to say a, just a few words on what your thought overall thoughts on the the show overall thoughts of the show uh yes definitely for anybody listening in sunny hot arizona Flagstaff was the place to be today for TAA Rockin' Reunion. We were 66 and a few sprinkles. Very well attended after coming out of a pandemic. Um, I think it was a much-needed break or a much-needed reunion for those people in transportation. It's been a success. Are we a little tired? Yes. And I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Uh, So, yeah, Chelsea, you have a lot of people coming by the... The booth outside. And how was the in in person vendor show here in the the ballroom? No, yep. it w- it was great. The ballroom had a lot of people, a lot of um, customers coming around of from all parts of Arizona. Um, lots of good business, lots of hellos, and nice to see you. Um, everybody is probably excited to be here and have us sure. here sure. all together. Sean, this year, how many times have you been coming up here? Third third time so good to get back and what's your year been look like or since 
since last year, you know, obviously 2020 and we're all trying not to think about it, but how was that? You're, you know, up there kind of in a more rural, um, you know, smaller area, at least not what the Valley has to provide. What's that, what's that been sure. like for you? No, it's been a, let's get through this year and get it over with. Um, <laughs> we just did the best we could. We, you know, we had the COVID mitigation that we had to do. The kids were in the mask, not wearing the mask. Um, drivers trying to keep the mask on their face which you know time to say hey if they wear them great if they don't who cares just drive the bus you wear yeah. yours it's um, like the seat belts right you just tell them to put it on if they do or they don't it's yeah it's kinda... like you know let's stop reinventing the wheel right if they're right. off their master five years old who cares yeah um but you know <laughs> we, you know we we survived school's out now we're at taa it's been a great conference right on New Sholo transportation motto. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, they're all wore out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're tired. They're tired. Yeah. So it's probably uh, pretty smoky up there right now. You guys got a fire going on nearby? Yeah, we have a couple. A couple in Heber. Um, they had some evacuations, I guess, going on for Heber. And then we had a couple, of course, the Telegraph fire, that stuff. That smoke's coming into our area. And then we have... Um, over in Alpine, there's there's a couple fires in Alpine, and um, apparently on Monday, they realized that we had a fire right there in Shoho Lake side that happened from lightning strike the night before. But because there was so much smoke, nobody really paid attention to it. Um, so before I came to the conference, they had air tankers taking that stuff out. Wow. They, got it, they got it out that day, but yeah. um, it's been, um, you know, we're. Do they tap? Do they go. tap you guys to like help with evacuations if they have to evacuate everybody? Do they do they say, "Hey, Sholo's got to come in and grab their buses and get help get people out"? Yeah, they'll ask us um, for assistance with that. Like they asked us to come down to uh, the Telegraph fire. There was a nursing home that called us and said, "Could you come?" Um, it seems so far away. I just might. Yeah, yeah, like my. Was, I mean, uh, is that like a three-hour drive to get down to Globe? Yes, yeah, about or, it's about two and a half. Like, but yeah, it's like, yeah, that's we, crazy. I mean, I thought in my mind, it's like, well, why can't Mesa come yeah. up? But then it's like, well, <laughs> it's it was probably, it was probably the, the way the fire was, right? So maybe it was easier for us to come the down fire line versus where it's come up. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. They sense. didn't end up using us, which was okay. Um, but then, of course, we have to set our schools up for shelters. Okay. Um, so we had, uh, we prepared one of our schools for that. And then as they started to evacuate Heber, they decided the way the wind's going, maybe we should take them to Holbrook. So they went there instead. But. Interesting. Interesting. So Dave, what's uh what's Chandler been like? I know you're kind of stepped into a new role, and yeah. you know you guys uh, how you how you been dealing with the the driver shortage and what new does that facility, look? Right? Yeah, new facility, yeah. two years come in. They got a beautiful new, building. Yeah. I think weren't you guys featured in like STN yeah. or or School Bus Fleet? So yep. if, if people want to go back and Google search that, it's, yeah, it's a pretty it, cool place. It's a beautiful sure. facility yeah. for sure. It's definitely worth seeing. Yeah, yeah. it's impressive for sure. I, I think so. We're two years. Two years, July 23rd, and we moved in the day before school started, well, Yeah, which is great. That's a nightmare, huh? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we're, we're construction guys. Like, uh, we, we got to turn this over, like, now. A certificate of, of occupancy was that Friday <laughs> before the Monday. So here's so the question. Did you, the have, did you have bus drivers helping move into the building, or do you Absolutely. have, like, actual moving facility? No. Wow. Mechanics, bus drivers, anybody Hands we could find. Deck. Yeah, it was, That's it was, uh, stressful. I think it was a 17 hour day. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. For me. And to get ready for the yeah. first day of school. Like that just, 
It sounds like bad planning somewhere on somebody's part. I don't know who, but they wanted us in the building. Well, they right. want for that first day of school. I mean, you know, when you spend that much money, sure, you want to open up with a bang. We sure went with the bang. Yeah, but it 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 went. Um, you got through it. Yeah, we got through yeah, it. There you, you go. I wouldn't it. say smooth, but I think they, seventeen hours wasn't smooth. Sh- Shannon always calls it organized chaos. Right? There you go. Sorry, just, Absolutely, it's, 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 it's organized chaos, and that's I think how we we organize or talk about just transportation in general every day. But um, so that's yeah. kind of those deals like you got a timeline. You got to get it done. Get it done. Like you got to tell your room. I want your, your kid. I want your room clean in like twenty minutes. You go in there. And it's done. Don't open the closet door. Yeah. Yeah. And we're moved in, but don't look inside yet. I would say you're pleasantly surprised on how well people can do and and come together when you're in that stressful situation. Sure. So I would I would give it two thumbs up because of that part of it. So the teamwork involved was uh, amazing. Well, and the teamwork carried over into COVID and, yeah. you know, I mean, delivering meals, I, I assume everybody delivering meals and Absolutely. curriculum packets and that type of stuff. So I seem, it seems like that was the ongoing theme through, you know, how do we support our community and, and keep people working? Right. You know, I know mm-hmm. that back in the East Coast, a lot of people got furloughed or let go right. and, you know, that just seems silly when we already have a driver shortage. Why would you let your staff go? But I get it. You know, a lot of private companies back there and the dollars, what's important. So, right. and, uh, Adjaman, how was your year? Actually, uh, <clears throat> being from a, a rural school, smaller school, uh, I, I, I would say things ran very well through shutdown and then with a uh, COVID mitigation in place. And then, we were able to uh, to run, uh, I, I'm not throwing a number out there, like 90% traditional kids in school running buses. We did okay. Uh, we got creative with a few things. Uh, it went well. It went really well. Uh, being a TAA board member uh, and current president and being able to work and network with other districts and good people, larger school districts and Seeing what they do firsthand, I, I guess I'm I'm pretty fortunate to be able to be educated in that. Um, it's, it's just amazing how overall in the state of transportation providers, how well things went. Um, everywhere I, I saw things going very well from whatever the COVID mitigation plan was to busing students. Um, back to what Sean and Dave were talking about with their years. I think uh, as a TAA member and seeing those larger schools and even small schools, we're all in this business of, of transporting to and from or whatever it takes to transport students, whether we sell the bus or we drive the bus or we, we supervise the drivers. But uh, with what Sean and Dave were saying, uh, busy, uh, it seemed out of question, maybe two and a half hour drive to help transport uh, some nursing home patients or something. I think what I've seen and learned uh, especially in this past year, is sometimes when entities open up and they really are in the business of providing transportation and they do some creativity things, other agencies seem to call on those entities or those transportation yards as busy as we've all been. And I think everybody's been successful, but we see uh, we're, we're, uh, when people do much, it seems like that's who you go to is those providers who do well or do much. And they're the ones, hey, can you provide this service? Can you provide that? We've seen that in Southeast Arizona with uh, 
various fires and and we've got uh, fire command centers in renting school districts down in southeastern Arizona right now and that comes a lot with what you gentlemen said uh, we just when we're providing a service and we are successful at that that's where the state of Arizona comes and looks and they look you gentlemen up and and vendors um, Chelsea I think you can agree to that they, they look you people up and and it makes for a great year um, some of that I've seen as success and like I said in our own place um, with what we've been doing uh, I feel like we've been successful. We were in traditional school. We were only in the shutdown for a little while. Um, it's probably easier small school for us, but yeah, we we rock and rolled, and it was a good season. Thanks. His watch? Is there a beep? You keeping time, Chad? I don't have a watch. Oh, so, the, right. I mean, that goes to, like, a lot of things. Like, Jason came to me because I, can't, I won't shut up, and I talk a lot, <laughs> so I'm perfect for the podcast. And I just say what's on my mind and don't think about it before I say it, so... Yeah, you're right. We need someone to transport these these residents out of a nursing home. Who do we call? I mean, yeah, you call schools. They transport people every day on a daily basis. They do it the right way. I mean, it makes perfect sense. <clears throat> Versus calling, you know, I don't. I don't who else would you call in that situation? Do they ever? Do they ever call you guys like as a vendor and say, "Hey, we we need your buses to help move and evacuate people"? Have you guys ever got that call? They've never called Not me. Not that I've known of, no. They um, probably don't want to buy new buses. At the dealership. <laughs> oh, man, that one went right over my head. And back, in, back in Oklahoma, they called, like, the you know the ranchers. You know, just bring the cattle trailers over, just load <laughs> them up, get in. them in, <laughs> shuffle them in there. And At the move. dealership, we do see um, forest, fire trucks, stuff come in. Um, people from California, people from Utah. Um, we do make it a point to get their vehicles in first. Um, power outages, you know, the local companies come in and we make sure to get their vehicle in first you know they're dealing with um, some big disaster type situations and they need their rig to be up um, so that's always important to us that's kind of where we're able to help I wonder if anybody's like ever had to drag or get a tow truck into a you know one of those big fire trucks that's down some back road that you know blew a tire or broke down and sure. has to be like do you think yeah. about those like off-road recoveries I mean there'd be some pretty wild stuff you ever seen it? You were in the fire service, weren't you? I was. I've never seen that, so no. Um, Did you? Do, were you wildland fire? Or? So I structural wildland, so I spent half my life doing that. Up here in Sholo? No, no. So I'm not from Sholo. I like I started my directorship in Prescott. Um, I grew up in Prescott, so I worked for some one of the agencies in the area, and then from there I went to the BIA. And um, what's the BIA? <coughs> Bureau of Indian Affairs. Oh, of course. So uh, I did that. So I was a structural wildland firefighter for that for several years. And then I got married, and my wife didn't like me being gone all the time. So I went into law enforcement for a few years and wow. didn't care Very for that random. at all. Usually so, uh, they do it the other way. I believe usually, fi- I yeah. believe police go to fire. Uh, yeah. Because it's- yeah, usually. But it's like, you know, so I went from police to the – I'm like, you know what? Let's be a bus driver. I never done that. So <laughs> you're uh, basically a cop on the you know? bus. Yeah, you're so, right. You're doing it all backwards. Like <laughs> every step has been the wrong direction. Exactly. I should have, I should have stayed as a firefighter. But you know what? Hey, life goes on. And uh, you know, we were talking before the podcast. You know, and um, I've been a director for eight years, and basically, I, I got this job as a joke. It was one of those. <laughs> um, our director was dismissed or quit or whatever, and. Uh, they posted the position. I'm just like, you know what? I want to. I just want to test. I want to see. I want to go through the interview process, and I'm not. You know, I don't think I'll never get it. But it's like I'd like to just get the experience of the interview, and 
you know, here I am eight years later, I'm still a director and have my second district, but, uh, you know, I love it. Must be doing some right. Yeah, right. yeah. I love the job. Yeah. That's uh. so how long do you drive for? Short, so short driving. Yeah. Short bit. I mean, I drove up in Idaho, um, for like two or three years. Then I drove in Prescott for two years. So probably about six years as a driver. Oh. And then, um, Better direct for eight. Yeah. Where, where are you from originally? Arizona? No, so we're from back east, um, Massachusetts. I, I was wondering if you're going to tell us which state. Like, are you well, wanted I mean, there there's or something? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I have, yeah. yeah, I have warrants. We're back east. We might just, have just, listeners just back there. East. Good, that's all you need to know is back east. <laughs> I have warrants in Brockton. But, uh, no. <laughs> so it's, it was a community 30 minutes south of Boston. Yeah. And then my family moved here to get into ranching. We got tired of the political garbage of the east coast so we came to the west coast and learned how to do the cowboy stuff and so how oh, how young were you when you moved out here so i was probably about eight or nine because you you enunciate most of your letters when you speak yeah i don't say <laughs> you mean like not the car i don't, I don't say car no more car yeah the car give me a quarter yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't i don't do the water anymore water. but uh no so i've been here long enough that uh i just acclimate want to talk like them so <laughs> you got out of there you, know, you gotta change it up awesome i always like hearing stories of that just like how people kind of you know fell into transportation dave i think you've got kind of a similar story right you were yeah i'm, a, I'm more of an outsider you know with transportation i owned well i was in the corporate environment and then i opened up uh auto repair shop with my brother for about 14 years so, I've, you know, I've kind of always been in some type of transportation, but, you know, I did a lot of account managing, managing people for a long time. I think my 18th birthday was my first supervisor job, you know, so I've uh, been around that part of it for a long time. But uh, this was all new to me, you know, so. But I'm one of those guys that kick in doors and I want to learn. So that's sure. kind of my thing. So, so how did you get into it? How did you become <clears throat> School. Well, um, I was approached uh, by a customer, and they actually wanted me to do something else. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to leave this to do that. I'm like, you know, there's, there is pay involved there. <laughs> you know, I yeah, we don't do things for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but they really didn't know my background. So, uh, waited a year later, and then it was like, well, you can keep your business if you do this. And I'm like, perfect. Go. So I tried that for 10, you know, obviously, but went into, I started as a fleet supervisor, went into that role thinking I could keep my business. 10 months later, I'm like, there's no way. Because yeah. I'm like a heads first. I want to learn. I want to, you know, want to get into it. But then I'd leave work and then I'd go to work again. Do books. And, and then on the other side of that, when you have somebody else running your your business, it's it's not the same. Right. So then I have customers calling me. Yeah. You know now it's what they're used to and yes, what they're not getting. Yeah. And, yeah. So that was that was tough because I like ownership. I take ownership with everything. And I'm like, wait, I'm doing this on company time, so I can't. You know, I have to separate. So then, sure. finally, sold it. And so so what was that like going from from private fleet, you know? fleet maintenance to public school education fleet maintenance you know uh i would have to say the hardest part was 
everybody kind of keeps everything in. Yeah. So Job I'm, security. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that was that was probably the hardest part. But sure. you know, I took my first year and observed, yeah. learned, and observed, and then I could kind of make my own. Uh, I don't know my own plan from there, but uh, you know, we have great people at Chandler. Yeah. You know, so. Um, I just, I have a different management style. I'm like, I want four people to know your job. Yeah. You know, I don't want one person to know. Especially, it. I mean, injuries happen. Yes. Like, people deserve to take a vacation. Yes. You know, having for, like, yeah. yeah. Correct. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the list. Yeah. So you have one AC guy and, yep. and all of a sudden the AC guy goes down and like, uh, okay. well, I don't, I don't know what to do there. So it's a good, it's a good approach. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, I, I think it's interesting because people take that as like, uh, they get nervous about it for some reason. Like, oh, your job, Chad. Yeah. Do it. Well, you do Chad's job. Yeah. yeah. He's no, doing the podcast and you're no, doing his doesn't. work. She doesn't do my job. <laughs> hey, do you want to know how I got into transportation? You already told us, but I, go ahead. I didn't tell you. Uh, all right. Well, how'd you get into it? So I got two older boys uh, beside my 12 year old from my mm-hmm. first wife. And uh, I custody of them from the age of like six and three. Like it's them and I, right. And I was raising them. Mom wasn't in the picture at all. I was doing construction, handyman, remodeling bathrooms and whatnot. And I was carrying two sheets of sheetrock up the uh, a staircase one night or one day. And when I got to the very top, my hand slipped and I fell, broke my bone on my little toe. You know, no big deal. You just you keep, there's nothing you can do about it. You just keep going. But I kept thinking, man, if, like if I fall off a ladder, which I've been known to do more than five or six, eight times. <laughs> You're a big man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Need a ladder. ladder. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like two months prior to that, I was, I was painting the eaves on a very tall garage. I'd repaint the garage and, you know, I was reaching a little too far to the right and the ladder started to slide and you can't stop it. And it was an extension ladder, like about as high as it go. And I just wrote it down. Oh, it just fell. You're you like, know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, me being athletic, is you know, stuntman okay? like I am, like I hit on my back and rolled, you know, jumped up like, yeah, it's awesome. But in the same house. I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Who saw that? Nobody saw. So anyway, so this thought was in the back of my mind. If I break an arm or break a leg or something, like who feeds these kids? Who pays the bills? Who, you know. So I just remodeled a master bathroom for this guy who owned a uh, truck dealership, semi-tractor you know, trailers and trucks whatnot. And I knew if you went by around 1130-ish to his office, you can go to lunch with him. You can get a free lunch. And I happened to be there getting some lumber one day close by. So I swing in like, hey, what's going on? So he takes me like, yeah, let's go to lunch. Like, where's Billy, one of the sales reps? Well, he left. Like, oh, man. He goes, you want a job? I'm like, I don't want a job. So fast forward two days, break my foot. I'm like, oof, that's not a big deal. I can still work. I went back. I said, hey, uh. What's that position pay? Like, what's he do? You know, he calls me. He buys trucks, sells trucks, you know. I'm like, huh. Like, you want him? I'm like, eh, I don't know. So that night I'm laying in bed, foot throbbing. Maybe I should take that job because, you know, it's safe. Yeah, right. So I so said, I got like two months worth of projects to finish. I get done. I want that job if you can hold it. And I started buying and selling trucks. And then the economy crashed. And I just happened to have a guy that was working in the bus sell side. For a company that's been bugging about going to work to sell school buses, which I thought's ridiculous. I'm never going to sell a school bus. That's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> <just kidding. Okay. laughs> so anyway, so he kept calling me. The economy crashed. We watched trucks get more repos than sells. You know, literally just bring them in on a hook daily. 
all day long. And uh, I called and I said, hey, about that job. They can't come out and interview. A week later, I went to selling school buses. And here I am bugging you now. That like six months later? Yeah, I've been in it for six months, Jason. I, I don't... <laughs> I've been in it six months. See, when he gets serious like that, that's what I was talking about earlier. What? Like, I think he's going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> We should be in separate yeah. rooms. I don't know. Well, that maybe go back to the Zoom thing because I'm in a different house in and across the city. So, yeah. yeah. It's got a big bark thing. Right. I know, I know. So, Adjman, I think you shared with us, but how do you get in? I mean, you've been, I think, the longest tenured in this. Uh, like, wait, 20 years? 18, 20 years? Oh, geez. Um, so, I'm a, I'm a carpenter by trade. Uh, well, at least that's what I used to tell everybody. If you tell my story where you drop sheetrock on your feet, I, I did not, Chad. I did not drop sheetrock. Don't steal rock. my story. Um, no, and I've told this story, I, I think. Backing up 30 years ago, I was a carpenter by trade. <laughs> Same story, raising a family. I did not get hurt. I had people approach me uh, <laughs> in the small, small town uh, where I'm still working that... Uh, were in the trades business uh, as I was building houses, and they also were affiliated with the school, local school district. And now, back up a little bit more, I was probably a, a considered a hellion at that school district. <laughs> I'm thinking, what do they want me for? So for many years, fast forward for many years, when people said, How, did, you, did you always want to be a bus driver? This, you know, and I tell people, I don't tell people I'm a transportation supervisor or director. When people see me and I start yakking their ear off, they say, what do you do for a living? I say, well, I'm a bus driver. And they look at me and they're like, you're a bus driver. You're on vacation, blah, 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 somewhere, and you're a bus driver. I'm like, yeah. And then somebody will interject using my wife and say, well, he's actually a transportation supervisor, blah, blah, blah. But uh, back up again. So, so I used to tell people, yeah, I'm a carpenter. But I, I got pulled into the local school district to be actually a maintenance worker carpenter. And I went there with a CDL. Back in 90, they, they said, hey. You. That's how they get you. We yep. got some people here. We see you have a CDL. They didn't mention this in the job interview. This was after I was already an employee. Would you mind going through a certification program? I did not know what it entailed. I actually didn't know a dang thing about a bus <clears throat> other than I rode a few and hated them <laughs> as a student. Would you mind doing this? And so now fast forward 30 years later, I am a uh, director, supervisor of transportation, uh, have been driving students about 30 years, trainer, PPT, classroom instructor. Um, so I guess I shouldn't tell people, yeah, I'm a house builder or whatever. I am a transportation provider. By trade now. By trade. Yeah, yeah by trade. They, they roped uh, you in hard. Like they knew, they knew what they were doing to you. Yeah. And gotcha. uh, it has been a cool job. It's been a cool job. I think part of that, though, ties back into TAA being able to come here and, and some other regional trainings and, and rub shoulders with other providers. Um, it opened a world outside of my little hometown of transportation, um, and it's been awesome. It has been a fun ride for 30 years. I'm actually, and I think I can say this, I'm actually retiring here in a few days. What? July 1. Yeah, what? Really? Yeah, really? but guess what? You're still I'm in still it. driving the bus, <laughs> <laughs> and Jason will tell you I'm still doing the TAA thing. <laughs> we gotta get Chelsea a PO. <laughs> I'm still directing, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna enjoy the. So fast forward, yeah, 30 years later, of awesome transportation success. Yeah, I've had some highs and lows, and 
we all have those staff issues and student uh, knock on wood we hope nothing serious and and crazy events even possibly mix up an accident or whatever in there and we all went through this pandemic but 30 years later the roller coaster ride is still fun and so yeah july 1 we retire and i still drive the bus nice so it's been a cool ride you got till wednesday yeah wednesday i, I wish they could say that about taa but no actually this is i'm not wanting out of this either but a couple more years of this yeah i think that's one of the kind of the neat things about this industry is that you know it can last like there's not a lot of you're not going to make a ton of money but you're not going to make like I guess maybe bus driver wages, they don't make very much, but, you know, also comes with a schedule, but it can last through a worldwide, you know, crisis like that. And, you know, when you look at the unemployment rates and all the other jobs and everything that's people are struggling, right? Restaurants and everything right now. And I think we're all fortunate that we made it. You know, we actually stay really busy. Um, you know, those are some of the things that. Yeah. Sometimes, some of yeah. us, some of us get really bored, Jason. Yeah. Well, and you you talked about that, but Chelsea, I mean, what was that like for you? Going, I mean, a year that you basically couldn't go see vendors or, yeah. or see she got see pregnant customers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little bored, huh? No, it just it was a lot of creativity. Um, really, just trying to take what I do day to day as far as sales and, you know, get out and see you guys or reach out to you, email, reach out to you by um, phone and see where can I help? You know, I can't sell you a bus today. I can't fix your bus. They're down. You know, I don't got cleaning supplies to really sell you. I don't do that. I do buses, but you know, can I get you some training? We, we offered a ton of free online training and we had, um, you know, some people just don't say that because Dave and Sean don't know that i didn't tell him that oh, man. i got videos they were is that because is that because jet chad wasn't out at you know visit uh, visiting them poolside because chelsea was I, doing a job I, I will say and I, you, chelsea if you agree with me here i made the comment on a recent podcast that it was my first like i looking back i could have done things better done things different you know it wasn't learning experience but it was my first pandemic to ever be a sales rep through like you know i've never been a sales rep through a pandemic before so yeah, I don't too. know where we're Maybe going. You still with have this. a job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. I mean, that's. You're key. right. That that's a big yeah. one. Yeah, and definitely. I think for you guys the most, right? Because yeah. they could eat. They're all, they're in it for money. They get. You know, if you're yeah. not selling buses, I don't need you here. So. Right, and thankfully our company, we we really didn't let next to nobody go. We we were able to really stay strong. Um, the trucking side continued. People still needed their produce and trucks to get across. Bus slowed down. Um, but you know, the company really pushed through and was able to keep people employed. Um, but just really for me, and I, I am assuming Chad too, just really trying to stay in front of customers and, and, you know, don't forget my name. And when we come out of this, you know, I'm still here to help you, sure. and, you know, um, well, I, I'm not just here to sell you buses. I'm here to, you know, be a shoulder, an ear, you know, a training person, sure. whichever you And you need. guys weren't, I mean, not just you, even on your parts and service side, right? You had masks and sanitizing, you know, stations that were kind of not necessarily peddling, but you, yeah, you had a lot of different opportunities for, you know, to, to help combat this 
with with us together right yeah. it wasn't right. it wasn't all you know it's just how everybody switched gears we all just kind of went in a different well you know, and we talked to so many people on a daily basis and you guys i'm sure talk to each other too but um often customers come to us because they're like hey what are you hearing you know what what's the word out yeah. there and so we're kind of helping you help each other by just spreading the positivity or spreading the knowledge and yeah you guys you guys are the messenger yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we hear, we hear, you know, one school doing something, another school doing something else, you know, and you say, well, they're, they're doing this. Well, you know, and then Chad and I, I talk to each other. We're in two different regions of the state and it's like, okay, what are your customers doing? Here's what I'm doing. And and we, we, Chelsea touched on it. We were really fortunate. RWC, I mean, the owner sent out quite a few emails and, and one of them that really, you know, he repeated the message. We're doing everything we can to make sure nobody gets laid off during this. We, you know, we want everyone to keep their family fed, keep their bills paid. So it's nice to have that reassur- reassurance from the company you work for instead of just like, eh, things are getting tight, yeah. you know, call us when Guess it's over. Guess what? Good luck. Don't bother coming back. I mean, yeah, there were several yeah. places that did that, right? I mean, yeah. the, uh, was it Castles and Coasters? They just slapped a letter up on their door and said, uh, yeah, or, uh, close indefinitely, and people are like, uh, I just showed up to work. What, do, what am I supposed to do? You know, so, I mean, that happened. That happened a lot. What I, is castles and coasters? Seriously, I'm not from Arizona. Well, yeah. yeah, everyone, not, everyone in this room just looked at me like I've got a, into Mason. Yeah, no, you're thinking of Sunsplash. Oh, no, Sunsplash. I'm thinking of yeah. Metro Sunsplash. Up, up in my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my so, neck. You woods. drove right by it to get here. Don't, you don't, don't notice it because it's closed down now. Yeah, I, yeah, that's no light. I think, with, I think with that, with jobs and opportunities, I think it was it's ideal that, that. the RWC Corporation says, "Hey, we don't want to lay anybody off. We want to keep this because bus sales and truck sales are so uh, important to the movement of things." But then when we look on the transportation provider side or those districts running employees, the last thing you want to do. And I'm, I'm, I know it takes a whole district to effectively run and teach students. But when we talk from a transportation side, the last thing you want to do is let bus drivers go. Mm-hmm. Right. We just don't find those people on the, on the unemployment line or just in, in oh, you need a job? Mm-hmm. It's not that simple. It's hard enough in a good year yeah. to fill Correct. your driver needs. To fill less, the driver's yeah. needs. Yeah. So Sean, that's, did, did that's you, not easy. Did you see or did you have anybody that um, – you know, we're like, I'm not going to go do that. I'm going to, I'm a bus driver. And I only drive kids. I'm not going to go deliver meals or I'm not going to go. Do, or was everybody pretty much like whatever it takes? No. So it was like, number one, so our district was, we're very fortunate. Our district, we, um, we didn't shut down for the staff. It was one of those like, okay, if we can assign you safe schools, we'll give you safe schools. If we need to give you, you know, I can assign somebody from home to do something. Um, well, we also got creative, right? So we made custo- or we made bus drivers into custodians and maintenance workers and food service workers. Um, the majority of those staff members did those jobs. But, yeah, we had the handful that came in and said, you know what? I'm a bus driver, and I'm not doing this. And it's like, well, this is what's <laughs> this available. This is all we have. You know, <laughs> it's like... It's like, I'm sorry you feel that way. It's like, I understand you're not a custodian, but if you'd like to get paid... This is what we're offering you. You're getting paid to be a bus driver, right. making fifteen to seventeen bucks an hour to do a custodian job, making twelve. I mean, sure. I'd be grateful, right? But um, we had a handful that just walked off and said, "We're not doing this." And um, so they quit. They well, they they said they didn't, and then 
We had a couple drivers that <laughs> they slept on uh, it. Yeah. It's, like, we, it's like you know, we we had a couple drivers come back in service, and they were they spent the whole entire week of in service, and they came to me and said, you know what, this isn't for me. I just don't feel safe, you know. And it's like, well, thanks for wasting a week of my time, right? <laughs> um, it's like we all suffered I, through it. It's like I appreciate your two weeks' notice. I mean. <laughs> and and I understand, you know, people were scared. I mean, yeah. we've never been through this before. I mean, like Chad said, this is his first time. I mean, the rest of us, I think we've done this five or six oh. uh, through, a, through a pandemic, <laughs> right? But uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a newbie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you guys are experienced, but you've been but, uh, living on a rock. It's like this joke, but I mean, it's like none of us have done this before. And um, I'm grateful for the staff that I have. I'm grateful for the staff that chose to, you know what? I get I'm a bus driver, but I'm not. I can sweep floors. I can disinfect classrooms. I can get everything ready for our kids. Um, the ones that stuck it out, like our district, we're fortunate when we return um, for the next school year. You know, we through the school board and the Easter money, they they've uh, put together a um, a retention stipend. Nice. So for the next three years in our district, for those that stuck it out from the beginning. Like, they'll get so much this year, and then next year it goes down just a little bit more, and then the third year it goes down just a little bit more. Oh, that's a burn um, to those people that didn't want to sweep the, the kids. floor. And then, yeah, so, like, if you just come in this year, you know, you're not going to get that. But if you stuck with the district and you stuck driving those buses because, you know, in the end, I'm sure we can all agree, we all, we none of us do this for the money. You know, we, we do this for the kids, right? Yeah, I mean, I absolutely. Have, I have my own personal kids I that mean, go to school. <laughs> And it's like, I, you know, I'm here for the students and it's like, I want to see their success. And, you know, I'm, I'm, we want our drivers to be successful too. But, you know, I think to give a pointer out to other drivers, it's like, if your district's willing to give you a job, regardless of what it is, yeah, do it. Don't do it. worry about you're a driver because yeah. you're still going to be a driver. Right. They're just out, they're just trying to keep you, you know, you can't pay people for free. So you got to, yeah. you got to earn your keep. Well, and that, that's the interesting, like every, well, can I just sit here? No, you can't just sit here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it's like, well, can I work from home? Like that was the real struggle with our people. Home. No, can seriously. I sweep my kitchen yeah, no. floor? Seriously, because <laughs> we shut down, we shut down right after spring break and, and the, the school year was done. Yep. So people did get paid to be at home. Yep. We had them checking yeah. in like in an email or had to do a training or whatever. Right. And so they, they got used to it for a full quarter. And then we come back and we're like, okay, that goes away. Now yep. you got to come back to work. Well, wait, wait. what? I just yeah. did this for a quarter. Why can't I continue to keep right. doing it? It doesn't right. work that way. So right. they just couldn't conceptualize it, you know, um, along those lines. I, I think that was sure. the most interesting. So do you guys, do you guys feel like the, the ones that like, yeah, I'm not going to sweep floors, you know, that's beneath me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Losing those people, I mean, they, they, that would expose people, right? I mean, who they are, you know. Sure. I'm just, I mean, do you feel like fortunate may be a bad word, but you weeded some of those people out that might some have been cases, trouble? Yeah. Some cases, sure. not all of them. But but I find they came back anyway. Yeah. It, just, we, it took a little time, yeah. you know, because obviously we didn't think it was going to last this long. I mean, I don't right. think, I, I, well, I didn't. You know. No, I don't. I I agree to that. And we, I mean, I don't know. I think some of our people, the people that we lost that that left, I think were kind of at the end of their career as a yeah. bus driver. Yeah. Even though it's ready to retire. You know, I don't know. I think we're similar as Chandler. We get a lot of post retirees that want to come in and just kind of do this to help bridge benefits or you know maybe a little bit of beer money or something like that. Right. But mm -hmm. you know, so once they get to a point of I don't need this job. Mm -hmm. 
right, I'm just going to go ahead and send it off and see you later. Right. So we, we did lose quite a few people in that regard. But I also know, like, even pre-pandemic where I came from, we had our employees, our bus drivers were 11-month employees. So for a whole month, basically during the summer, they had to help close down classrooms and mm-hmm. paint sidewalks and, yep. you know, do landscaping. And that was, like, that was what you had to do. But right. then we got that same thing. Well, I'm a bus driver. I'm not doing that. Well, right. This is what we have available. So you want to yeah. work 11 months or you want to work, you know, 180 days and, you know, sign off for the summer. Well, right. and to extend on Sean's um, point to creativity, um, we actually have our own transportation department in our dispatch. And we are constantly bringing in buses from Tulsa. We, we drive your all's buses um, from Tulsa to Phoenix and we hire people to do that and we have our own internal department. And then we also, outside of that, we do um, pick up and delivery to and from service departments from your guys's location. And then on the truck side too, we do that for our customers. So with some of your guys's drivers being out of work, um, we were able to hire some of them. So we have mm. we have bus drivers yeah. um, that work for local districts in the Valley working for us. And, and they typically do during the summer, but they were able to stay with us yeah. a little longer so we're, we're grateful because you know they're they're safe drivers they have their cdl you know they they love to hustle and get some extra money yeah. so. it sounds like we got the ones that don't like to sweep floors though so oh, don't yeah. ask them to sweep floors <laughs> yeah, what's i don't that? know i see the good ones what's that look like though like when they do i mean they bring a bus to you are they responsible for making sure it stays clean or do you have like a whole detail department that's we have good, a you know, detail department detail, yeah. for the most part that that just that department that works for us they're they're so respectful. Um, yeah, I mean, every once in a while, you'll see a coffee cup left in there, and that is literally the smallest thing. But they'll write things up, like, you know, the crack in the windshield, or there was oil on the road in, you know, that's why your bus looks like this. So <laughs> they let us know. They're very honest because they know that we have to turn these buses and get them to the districts, right. and, and any little hiccup will slow us down. So that did that slow down quite a bit? I mean, like, was there a, a big three-month lull in in moving buses from Tulsa back here to like when did that finally pick Um, back up that you guys were able to start filling orders again yes and no we had um, a lot of stock that we um, ordered just because we were anticipating districts you know all of a sudden getting their money either back or released Um, so we wanted to have stock ready for you guys for emergency purchasing so we had those buses coming in um, and then we did have you know people that did still have money and still purchased um there was maybe a little yeah, bit of a right? lull. It's like, wait, you want to buy a bus? Okay, yeah, no, I'll be right over. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody was as fortunate. Oh, let me let me shave and put on some yeah, clothes. Let me get out of my pajamas. <laughs> but we're fortunate enough Woo-hoo! to be in the truck industry, also. So you know that that helped us too sure. with with our transportation department. They stood busy there. Interesting. But yeah, there. I mean, there there was a little bit of a lull. Fortunately, with the truck side, you know, there were still orders. So they were help them pick those up as well correct mm-hmm. i mean am uh, i wrong don't they, they pick up trucks also correct i don't think so we have a outsource okay, company from yeah, i don't know what goes the on factory the office, on the guys. truck side i don't know what goes off the office i'm sorry i was just speculating he works from poolside <laughs> <laughs> i would say i thought he was wearing his pajamas work from home in his pajamas um usually in the pool whenever we had staff meetings don't ask chad to stand up it was <laughs> shirts only <laughs> I think everybody did that for Zoom, though. Well, I thought that was like Speak a... Speak for yourself. Oh, all right. I was in the office, so I, I had to go to up. work. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, kind of coming up on the end of the show, what do you guys, you know, just... What's your end of your 
going into next year, what kind of anything special that you're making? Um, I'll start with Sean. Just new stuff that you're looking forward to rolling out or, or just kind of getting everything back to, quote, normal. I'll use, quote, quotey fingers as a, as a normal as COVID kind of gets behind us. So uh, we're going to do a lot of new trainings. Um, I think this last year we kind of got away from that, just trying to keep our – people busy i mean yeah i mean we joke around here in this in the podcast right but it's like the fact of the matter is of the driver's struggle through the year we try to get them through that year that's why we just said you know let's just get through it doesn't matter what happens let's just get through the yep. year you know we still did our the dps stuff that we're supposed to do right but um we're gonna go to a lot of hands-on trainings gonna have a lot more fun this year we're gonna let the quote-unquote let their hair down right to get them outside and get them re-excited about being a bus driver i think yeah. this last year stressed out so many people um because they're really concerned about the kids yeah. you know i mean you know yeah, i was joking out about the masks right because it's it's a bus and if the kids weren't the masks and they would little kids didn't understand how to keep them on um so we're going to do a lot of dps type trainings um we went to that class yesterday the energy bus yeah so last night i looked up that program and got a hold of our um, superintendent and our um, uh, grants writer and they're going to purchase that program for our drivers so we're going to nice. introduce that to them when we get back in august it's so a good book and it's to, a, it's a that training you know it's a, you know? a very interesting you know take on you know i mean i think we're all guilty of it especially when you're working 12 13 you know yeah. hour days and the stress that just comes with upper leadership in, in right. this type of work it's like man it's just one, one more thing and it's easy to get in a dark place like real fast right it is. So, and i'm looking forward to just reconnect with the drivers right so like for the last eight years i've been the director of maintenance and transportation and i spent a lot of time with maintenance because that's what we're doing um and i just let my staff kind of take care of themselves mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be more grab your keys and, and go do it and, yeah because i can like yeah. the last last week of school for example we had senior trips you know and um the only way they could take a trip was I had to drive a bus. I'm thinking, well, my son's a senior, so I could drive a, I could take a field trip, right? And one of the administrators is like, well, when's the last time you drove a field trip? It's like, uh, eight years ago. <laughs> 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 you know, we, it's like riding a we, bike. We took him down to the valley. We had a great two days down in Phoenix, took him to a bunch of different places. And it reminded me of why. I do what I do here. Yeah. You know, it's like, yep. you know, I say it was a joke to become the director, and it was. I mean, I, I love being a bus driver. Um, and I'm going to do more of that. I'm going to do some rewards to the drivers. Like, you know, if you get this done, I'll take your route for the afternoon or something. You you know, stuff yeah, like it's, it's pay, especially yeah. if they get to ride back and hang out. Yeah, hang out with their kids. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. So, Dave, anything Chandler's looking forward to this you, year? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm with Sean on reconnecting with drivers. For sure. Um, I know for me, I'm going to give myself, my goal is to give two office days and three days just being on hands with office staff, mechanics. And then we have similar roles, I think, because I still oversee the shop. Um, Hopefully I'll get to a point where, you know, it'll be a little bit of a hiring frenzy for the next year. Sure. But um, I have like uh, plenty of support to kind of take my time with that. So that's been great. But uh, I'm definitely here for the kids. I think, I think that's what kind of gravitated me to 
a different direction in my life. I know that. Yeah. So it's definitely, I mean, again, you know, try and get this type of information out to people that are just, you know, maybe they stumble across this and they don't even live, you know, work in transportation. They're just like, Oh, this might be an interesting show. And, you know, find people that were a fireman or a policeman or, a, you know, own their own mechanic shop and just, you know, stumble their way into doing this, you know, maybe yeah. a carpenter or whatever. And, you know, I mean, like literally when you think about the, just the, the construction industry, how much that's kind of been an up and down roller yeah. coaster the last 10, 15 years, you know, I mean, I came from that and that's how I got here. This was only supposed to be a in-between job for me to yeah. go like a stepping stone into something different. I didn't right. have any intentions to stay in this. It seems like this is like a lot of in-between. Like this is a, you know, just do this for a little bit and then we're all still yeah. here. It's yeah. funny some of the backgrounds that you you guys have and even with your side of it, Sean. But construction, I have background in construction. You know, my, I have a lot of family members back in New Orleans at you know, we're in the fire department or police department. So when I got to a certain age, I wanted, you know, wanted to get back, I guess yeah. you can say. Yeah. So yeah. it's like uh, there was when I first moved here, no job. I'm like, I'm going to get a substitute's license. You know, yeah. maybe I want to be a teacher. I don't know. You yeah. know, and I, I coach a travel ball um, baseball team. I, I love being around kids, yeah. you know, at some point. My kids are getting older now, but I think you gravitate uh you know, I think somebody usually has it inside to go, yeah. okay, you know, I want to give back. Give you know, back you, to the community. Yeah, And, and exactly. it's even, you know, Eric Kissel's, we just had him on yesterday, and he's got, he's got a good story in that, you know, he wanted, he grew up in that community and wanted to give back to the same community that he, you know, grew up in. So, yeah. you know, he just kind of planted his roots there. And, um, you know, it's it's always good to see. And there's I, I appreciate that people stay in it, right, and not, you know, I think that, Bus there, we do have a lot of turnover in, in as bus drivers. I think maybe an average of two years, maybe, and then they move on to something else. But sure. you find those diamonds in the rough that you pluck out and say, you know what, I think you can make it, and you know, mm-hmm. kind of take them under your wing and and teach them a little bit. So, right, and never give up on them. I mean, the ongoing training and things like that. I mean, you know, they have a little fender bender. You know, they're already emotional wrecks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it's not like one out. and done. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, like you have to scream down their throat, you know. It's like they already know they're just, they made a mistake. It's yeah, like, just, let's walk through it. It's like, all right, yeah. what exactly happened? Yep. It's like be calm with them, you know. I, yep. I can't tolerate those directors or supervisors that. It's like, oh my gosh, I hit the mailbox, right? It's like now all of a sudden we have the CIA and the FBI coming to <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, right? It's like, it's a mailbox, man. It's like, okay, let's go look at it, assess yeah. it, fix the mailbox, yeah. look at the bus, do your pro protocols, right? If you got to do a drug test, do the drug test, but you know. Our drivers don't need to be victimized because no, they made yeah. a mistake. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a yeah, tough enough job, especially to since they're not the easiest vehicle off. to drive. No, yeah. they, they have. Well, two, I mean, they're only forty feet. I yeah, guess, they're only know, forty they're feet with with two classrooms <laughs> yeah, of kids yeah. in the back. It's no you know, big deal. Thirty five thousand pounds. I mean, like, <laughs> there's no stress whatsoever. <laughs> cut them, yeah, yeah cut them some. <laughs> I mean, I've never wrecked my Suburban. How do they wreck a bus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw, throw 50 kids yeah. in the back of your Suburban. Yeah, I absolutely. think, and I don't, you know, like, I felt like this last year with the pandemic, I was more managing feelings, you know, like, to yeah. keep everybody, I mean. Well, especially, there's, everybody had a different feeling about yeah, it, Yeah, right? exactly. This was, this was something that was made up, and it yeah. didn't exist. Right. Other people freaked out of their minds, and, yeah. you know, and everything in between, every emotion yeah. in between. Yeah. And so everybody had been affected in some way shape or form and so we almost took on this like 
psychologist persona, that's, yep, right? Where you just come it, on right? in and let's yeah, close the door. Yep, and let's, talk let's talk about what about you got this. going on and let's not even worry about what, you know, what you're doing with your bus right now. How can I help you, you know, and, and show that kind of that family feel. So. Yeah. I think it was yeah. you that said, David, that said you were more like an HR manager for yeah, the year. Yeah. yeah. It makes I, sense. I'm a yeah. people person, like in, yeah. you know, the men, you know, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you wear many hats, you yeah. know, in this, and I, yeah. I, I would think, all through my life, I kind of felt the same way. I was always like, you know, you got to be good in the head kind of thing. Sure. And you can see the stress on people. You know, yeah. you could, yeah. they, some people, I mean, I know I don't hide things very well. If no. Me either. Yeah. I'll admit you, to that. Yeah. So <laughs> like, man, he looks pissed. Oh, there, so, there you like, go. Yeah, I mean, I'm my employees insane, like, man. they're like, are you okay? I go, nope. <laughs> they go, we can tell. And I go, I said, let me just go in my office. Give me a moment. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you look in, obviously, you know, as, as this type of role, you don't want people to see that. So I try but to. But I also prepared. think people appreciate the honesty behind it. Yeah, I, and I, that's what I'm. I'm you like, know. look, not having a good day. It's yeah. none of you guys' fault. You right. know, like I said, let me. I'll, I'll let me have my moment. Yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll snap out of right it. Back. Yeah, I'll be right back. Just give me some more time. <laughs> you know, do, you do not disturb. Oh too? God, <laughs> nah. But yeah, uh, yeah, just just managing feelings. And, yeah. You know, everybody, and whether it's a home life situation too, and you, you know, there's a fine line there too. Sure. You know, so you just, what can I help you here? How yeah. can I help you here? So, yeah. well, I'd ask Adjaman, but I know he's going into retirement. So, uh, yeah. well, good out. for him. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah, 30 years. I had just a quick thought on that when Sean was making a statement about staffing. Oh, yeah. Um, we had those individuals that, uh, and, and Jason touched on this that just said this is a good time to hang it up and step away for whatever reasons pandemic fear or just for health and safety reasons for themselves and I tried to do my best to check in with those individuals um, kind of bi-weekly tri-weekly and definitely at the core and say hey this is you know this is what the CDC guideline is blah 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 um, things are looking up what do you feel what are your feelings about coming back to drive um, because a, a, a driver's staff, especially in a smaller district or in a big district, even we're family. Yeah, we are family. You know, you're touching on those HR things and stuff. We're family, and so I would, I, I, after a year, I had to finally say goodbye to some people that just were in a position where they did not need to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, the the job and safety or whatever versus the love of transporting students, they didn't need to come back, and I had to say goodbye to those individuals and start the process to look for other individuals to jump on the team and then um kind of along with some things have been said i i think our department uh became a little stronger uh educated we learned some things uh through mitigation there's definitely some things we'll be doing differently in the fall um and i do really like what sean said about you know let's let's get back to making sure these people know if there's some normalcy to the fall semester let's get back to training and and just maybe having a little fun things were stressful yeah um, but definitely we are kind of a family and and it was sad to say goodbye to some people that just through the pandemic wouldn't come back and um just moving forward uh but i, think I do it's look also, forward to the challenge yeah so. i think it's also good in in letting them leave on their terms versus yeah. Yeah. them getting yeah. you know those people that just don't want to hang it up and they get old Right. I mean, almost unsafe. And and you have to you basically have to say, I'm sorry, I can't work here anymore. Right. So right. it's just giving them that opportunity. And I get it. I mean, there's we have a lot of people that 
been with us 10, 15 years and, and said, I just, my doctor says I, I really shouldn't be out here doing this. So yeah. they had to make a, they had to make a tough decision. So that's probably a decision you should help them make. Though. <laughs> well, I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't have a, I probably shouldn't be driving Chad, a bus. I, I don't have a PhD. There's that fine line. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think what Jason was meaning about that, cause I had a driver like that. She came and, um, cause of her age. You know, she does all the tests perfectly, right? She can drive perfect. But because of her age and the risk factor that they put out for COVID was this probably isn't something I should be doing because I'm exposed to all these. Because this is pre-vaccine, right? So yeah. it's like they didn't. Okay. You know, I missed, I thought he was meant like in general. Well, no. I, and I, I kind of went we that have way that too, because but, we do. You have yeah. people that even without COVID, right? I mean, I had a driver. I've had a couple drivers that were. 79 almost 80 and you're right they they can do all that stuff but mm-hmm. when you talk about like real life emergency situations can they evacuate a, you know incapacitated kid you know <laughs> could yeah. they i you know i would yeah. assume adrenaline would take over but you know right. is that really you know what we need to be focused on as far as safety goes i mean like if my right. dentist was like you know my doctor says I'm old. I probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. I probably find another dentist. Like, doc, you should probably quit. <laughs> you should. You should probably get away from me right now and give me a shaky. referral. Yeah. Oh, God. Just, <laughs> he pulls three more teeth. Uh, that's just, yeah. I mean, I, let's listen. Hey, well, hold on. Let's listen to the doctor. I think what, those, what, what else these? I think the driving patterns start to show up and become a little bit more prevalent. They bump some things, yeah. and you're, they they start to show themselves. And so nobody wants to see that happen. I'm just, Right. My point was is that they got to do it on their own terms, yep. you know. Yeah. So I, I it wasn't know it wasn't us was. running them off. That's It'd right. Be yeah. Boring if I didn't pick on your point. <laughs> I didn't misinterpret it on purpose. I'd be boring. Maybe people like boring. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see anybody. Everyone kind of looked away when you said that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, guys, we're uh, hitting an hour. I appreciate you guys coming in for yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, absolutely, a little chat and uh, enjoy your rest of TAA, and hopefully we have a little excitement tonight. And, oh, and we need to say hi and thank you to all your new listeners. I think we yeah. got your word out today. Yeah, we were handing out stickers, and people are like, "What? You have a podcast?" So yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to hopefully we'll pick up some some new listens. But uh, but I think by the time this comes out, it'll be probably late july so i had someone come up to me today and like i just wanted to shake the hand of the podcast oh, superstar no. i'm a, no i swear i she, chelsea was there, Were you not there? I so i so hold on oh, let, let me awesome. finish this someone did that and i'm like oh, okay and then growing. and then i thought did my mom pay these people to come do this like i don't why would someone your, say is your crown to gonna say podcast superstar when you wear it tonight uh, we got yeah. you. Got to get him a cape. Yeah, I, a cape. I had a cape. I had a yeah. cape last time. The oh, picture he sent me. Well. If he had a red cape, he would look like the Burger King. I mean, no joke. So <laughs> you can't have it your way, Chad. <laughs> yeah. Put up, Anyways, awesome. friends, uh, we'll close it up. Have a wonderful summer, and uh, we'll see you back in a couple weeks. Take care. Bye. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. You've been listening to Hey Bus Driver. Thanks for being part of our community. If you're a student transportation professional, you are part of our family. The show is coming to a close, but you can reach out online. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hey Bus Driver Podcast. And check out the website at www.heybusdriver.com. Till next time, this is Hey Bus Driver, signing off.